Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. C's in your dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, buddy. Today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Of course, Volodymyr Zelensky and the courageous Ukrainian people. Also, the two-sided coin, the yin and the yang, if you will, of Elon Musk owning Twitter and freakouts over Elon Musk owning Twitter, our general manager this morning, today, wherever you're listening, whenever. Yeah, it's something. It happened like the moment we got off the air yesterday. That it was announced that it's a done deal. Elon is the owner of Twitter, and he will become, according to some people, the most important single individual in publishing in America, among the most important publishers in the entire world. It's a dark day for democracy. That take I do not get. It is big finish here. Big finish. Wow. Woo. Woo. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I know. I think you're supposed to call it a self-own when uh, people say, oh, it'll mean this and this and this, and it's the very things they've been doing. Yeah, I, I, I just, I'm amazing how, I'm amazed. Not I'm amazing. I am amazing. You are amazing some um, days, Jack, I'm a- really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm amazed that P- 
people can say with a straight face, now we have a billionaire in charge of one of the most important publishing outfits. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? How, how do you? I know. How do they? So I, so I guess it. they say it because they don't think Mark Zuckerberg, whoever runs Google, Bezos with Washington Post, those people are all clearly straight down the middle. They just want the truth people. Right, they're and neutral. So, so it's right. like it's so it's like bitching about Fox and acting like MSNBC and CNN are straight down the middle. Is that what it is? I, is I that the blind it, spot? It must be. It's astounding to hear. It's as if they've only recently arrived from another planet or via time machine or something like that. the The blind spot is is enormous and completely blind. Well, I, like everybody else, doesn't have any idea what Twitter's actually going to look like under Elon Musk, but there's no particular reason to believe that it's going to be like a Fox-like outlet that has a very strong political point of view and tries to shade things that direction. There's no reason to think that at all, whereas the Washington Post and is, uh, right. you know, sure. a, 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 has a very strong point of view, runs all kinds of crap stories all the time to back their point of view. It's just, it's wild that... You know, when I hear that stuff, it's a particular aspect of my personality, I guess. It always makes me think, am I that unself-aware about things? It frightens me. Am I that wrong about some things where I'm just so far off base that I sound like that? Because here's a smart person saying, imagine a billionaire being able to control all that information. What? What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the answer is no, no, you're not that blind. You're not that off base. Because I'd tell you if you were, uh, it's it's, uh, it's information siloing. Uh, to a very large extent, uh, uh, combined with ideology which blinds people to the plain truth. But it is, again, it's astounding to hear a grown human being say that. It's as if, you know, a, a billionaire bought my favorite baseball team, a different billionaire. And I were to say, great, great, now we have the ultra-rich owning our sports team. <laughs> right, it's this exact I mean, somebody same. would have to say, hey, dude, dude, um, that's always been the case. Like, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> I know, it's really hilarious. So, anyway, we've got some audio from some of the freakouts uh, on the left side of things. I'll tell you, he Elon did dodge a bullet yesterday, I think, at least for now. Because the biggest decision, and I don't think he had any choice but to say yes, the biggest decision was... Trump back on or not. And if he's going to have, you know, if he's going to go with, uh, you know, people get to talk. This is the town square. People can talk. Then he's got to put Trump on. But putting Trump on would have been the only measure for like half the country. Well, Trump's on there. He's a Trump guy. He's a Trump guy. Right. No, no. He's a everybody should be on here guy. Oh, no, 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 he's a Trump guy. He must be down with Trump. Trump he's a guy. He's a Trump Trump Trump. Guy. He, he wants to stop still. He's uh, and, and on everything. And I thought that's just going to become the only thing he's known for is putting Trump back on Twitter. But Trump came out in the middle of the day and said, I'm not going back on Twitter, even if he wants to put me on there. So that really bailed him out because Trump's got his own platform he's trying to get going. Now, how long he sticks with that, I don't know. How long Trump sticks with that, I don't know. Because well, he's known for his he's known for his self discipline and restraint, so I'm sure he'll uh, stick with it. But no, at some point he'll think, "Oh my God, I could talk to a hundred million people again today if I just go back on Twitter." And he'll do it, and his backers will be pissed off and butthurt and the rest of it. But I can practically guarantee you he'll do it. Well, I thought that really bailed out Elon, so that the the only story of the day it's announced wasn't and Trump's back on. Yeah, they try to make a big deal of the fact that Tucker Carlson is back on, but that's just, yeah, 
It's not the same. As opposed to all the lefties that say all kinds of crazy crap all the time that are on Twitter. I mean, it's just hilarious. Crazy, ugly, hateful, untrue, disinformation, and misinformation. Oh, no! Boogity, boogity, boogity. Got a couple of Ukraine things you ought to know about that are uh, kind of new news, but maybe we ought to start the show officially before we get to that. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, April 26th, the year 2022. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve this program. All right, let's begin that officially according to FCC rules and regulations. The official beginning of the show is at Mark. While speaking in Seattle on Friday to commemorate Earth Day, President Biden said that the Republican Party has changed and added, quote, this ain't your father's Republican Party. Yes, and it certainly isn't your father's Republican Party because they nominated Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) The crowd, uneasy with that jab. It's kind of a combination old Joke and math joke is what that is. Uh, that's fantastic. It, that's not that far from being inaccurate. When was Biden born? Roughly 80 years ago, clearly. 42. Okay. His birthday is days away from my mom's. I was talking to my mom last night, and we were having the conversation about, I said to her, you are so much sharper than Joe Biden is. I mean, Because my mom sounds like she did when I was talking to her when she was 50, when I was mm-hmm. calling her. And uh, they're almost exactly the same age. Well, different people, you know, age in different ways. But it's quite striking. Have your mom form an exploratory committee. <laughs> Start raising money. Have her call on Sheldon Adelstein. Is he still alive? Or did he pass? I can't remember. But uh, so the dad, the dad would have been born in the 20s? 20s, teens, maybe. Dad, be- dad before that in the, around 1900. So you'd have to go a couple yeah. generations to get yeah, away. Yeah, that's a bit of an exaggeration. Although there. if you had an older dad, you could get back to like 1890 and then one more generation in your Lincoln's time. Should have gone with Warren G. Harding. That would have been more. I demand accuracy in my humor. So we were talking yesterday about how the Russians bombed the hell out of train stations in Ukraine. For some reason, some people say it's a reaction to our Secretary of State and Secretary of Defense traveling by rail. Some people say it's because of all the equipment coming in by rail. Some say it's just laying the groundwork for their coming attack. I quite don't quite understand why hadn't you bombed the railways before? Because we all knew all the stuff's coming in by rail. So why did you just do it now? Why, If you had the capacity to do it, why didn't you do it before? Well, yeah, I was going to say, as to the the reason why they're doing it, uh, you always do that more. You always try to take out their rail capacity, your enemy's rail capacity. Yeah, well, exactly. I just don't understand why it didn't happen six six weeks ago mm-hmm. with all that stuff coming in by rail. But there was all the people that I really like in their analysis of this sort of stuff. There was quite a change of tone in the last 48 hours, that, say, believing that the combination of sending our top diplomats right to Kiev the announcement of the most of a billion dollars worth of weapons, including some like fancy, fancy new crazy stuff that's going to change the game. And Lloyd Austin saying our our goal is to weaken them so they can't do this again, is that we're really way more in this than we were before. So I would agree. I think the Biden administration finally woke up to the criticism that had been f- fairly frequently voiced that... Um, uh, that uh, we're not talking about victory. Nobody's talking about Ukraine winning. We're just talking about holding off the Russians. Let's go to victory. 
So uh, we got some more commentary on that because that's a heck of a thing. Is it becomes more of a NATO versus Russia, or even worse in terms of Putin's mind, the U.S. versus Russia? How does mailbag look? Oh, strong, very good, very good. So, how long is it going to take from your reading before we see differences on Twitter? When when does Elon actually you know get the levers and the buttons of the whole thing? Mm, a couple of weeks, I think I read. Or Days, weeks, like months, soonish. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually know that. He's, he's talking about a couple of different things, obviously opening it up more, but um, letting people edit their tweets after they tweet, maybe, or um, more of a, a crowdsourcing sort of what should be on there and what shouldn't be on there and that, all that sort of thing, but we'll see. Well, and I hate to give away the punchline, but honestly, my prediction is that uh, the the drama queens of the world are going to be sorely disappointed in both directions. I think the changes are going to be fairly subtle. It's going to be more f- fair. There's not going to be some sort of right wing apocalypse caused or anything like that. And I think Elon oh, of will, not. of course, not. struggle with the subtleties of content moderation and muddle forward, you know, like we all do. Oh no, that's that's a dumb uh, the. A narrative that there's going to be some sort of like it's a fox on Twitter. That's just dumb dumbness. I think the 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 extreme thing that could happen very quickly is if all your lefty blue check marks just abandon it and it just ceases being. That's what I kept hearing when I kept hearing the quote yesterday about the it's, Twitter's the public square. Yeah, it's the, the it's the public square as long as people are showing up at the public square and talking. But if all the big talkers all of a sudden decide at the same time we're not going to the public square anymore, we're going to this park over here. That could happen overnight. Yeah, it could. I suspect it'll be a similar percentage as the number of people who actually move to Canada every time a Republican is elected. It's a lot easier to switch to a different social media platform than pick up and move to Canada, but you might be right. Did I already ask you how many bag is? And you said it was extraordinary? I said it was very strong. Yes, indeed. I stand by those words. So quickly forgotten. (laughs) So we'll get to that next. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. There's a frickin' war going on. That's right. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Don't get betwixt me and the coffee machine today. I'm going to drink all the coffee. That's my goal. And note to self, say betwixt more often. Also, the New York Times, interesting story. What has replaced pot and drink for teens? What has replaced pot and drink? I I think their premise is weird, but it's worth discussing. So. Is saying drink part of that same thing with saying betwixt? <laughs> well, I was gonna they, say they indulged in drink. I was I'm gonna say afraid. booze, but I didn't like that. What should I Al- said? Alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just found it charming. Here's your freedom loving quote of the day. Continuing our series on morality. Interesting take from the great Milton Friedman. When government, in pursuit of good intentions, tries to rearrange the economy, legislate morality, or help special interests, the costs come in efficiency, in inefficiency, lack of motivation. You know, it would help if I would use real English words. Let me try again. I apologize for my lack of competence. When government, in pursuit of good intentions, tries to rearrange the economy, legislate morality, or help special interests, the cost come in inefficiency, lack of motivation, and loss of freedom. Government should be a referee, not an active player. 
Where's morality supposed to come from if you don't have the church? Hey, Tim the lawyer, Tim Sandifer, if you're not busy publishing new books of poems or debating people all around the world. I don't know how he does all the stuff he does, but do a long... Profiles of great thinkers, descriptions of free economic freedom. I don't know how you fit all that stuff into your life, but uh, do a long Twitter diatribe on where morality comes from if you don't have religion. Is it just from rewarding good behavior and punishing bad? Is that what's the way it's supposed to work? Let me me hit you with this. Alexis de Tocqueville said, liberty cannot be established without morality, nor morality without faith. Now, faith... Faith at the time almost certainly meant religious faith. I would say that if you have faith in certain bedrock guiding principles, a belief that they are the key to mankind functioning at its highest level, uh, faith in, uh, for instance, the Bill of Rights or the concept of natural rights, that's, that's plenty. Yeah, I am a believer, but that's not what keeps me from doing bad things. I'm not exactly sure what does, but I just... Rubs me the wrong way. Hmm. Here's your mailbag. You can email us too. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Weigh in with an opinion. Send along something we ought to be talking about. Whistleblower, insider stuff. We have never, not once, in decades of doing this silly job, ever gotten a whistleblower in trouble. Maybe we should start. No, we're careful about that. So, you're an insider. You want to leak a little? Leak away, babe. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Nice note here from uh, First Initial O. Heard about Jack's efforts to get a good root beer. I'm reminded of when my family made homemade root beer in the 70s with store-bought Hires syrup and yeast. There was an element of danger built in, as a few bottles would invariably explode. Wow. Fun, Fun times. Cool. Explosions. Tell you what, that was a different time. Different time. We grew up in that time. When you sipped a root beer, you didn't know if it was going to slake your thirst or blow your face off. (laughs) It made us tough. (laughs) Freaking snowflakes. (laughs) It was root beer roulette, and we loved it. Oh, geez. That's funny. Uh, Let's see. Here's uh, Now everybody wants a drink that doesn't explode. (laughs) I know. Life ain't like that. Anyway, remember Elizabeth Warren's screed yesterday? We played it for you, talking about how people should have their college debt, uh, student loans uh, forgiven, and uh, the kids who who took on debt and never graduated, and now they're earning like a high school graduate. Well, B writes, earn like a high school graduate. I'm a high school graduate. I'm making well into six figures. I'm willing to bet that's more than a lot of degree holders. F you, Pocahontas. Ooh. Wow, geez, that got harsh there at the end. Yeah, it did, did. Exploded uh, like a root beer, verbally. Al from Portland, uh, let's see. Uh, to rightly honor our self-appointed, self-beloved health fearer, I suggest fauchism be used to describe oppressive dictatorial control. That's pretty I good. I will add, maybe for our own good. Uh, from this point forward, all who support a system of government marked by centralization of authority under a dictator, etc., can be known as fauchists. And then this. I represent science. Hail Fauci! Hail Fauci! We have an email, strongly worded, in defense of Fauci, but we don't have time for it right I, now. I want to hear right that. after the break. Yeah, I want to hear that. And we'll have to hit you with those quotes again if you haven't heard them, because as Joe and I have both said, it's among the most astounding things we've ever heard public officials say. It's Fauciism. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Today, Elon Musk bought Twitter for $44 billion. Yep, he now owns SpaceX and Twitter. It's like Musk is thinking, I've seen the heavens, now on to hell. <laughs> Twitter's an odd thing to buy, you know, it's, it's like buying YouTube and saying, forget the videos, I'm just here for the mean comments. That's right, the richest man in the world bought Twitter. Right now, Bernie Sanders is so mad he just turned into the Hulk. You know, except for that last joke, that was a great string of jokes from Fallon. Better normal. Yeah, I'm looking at this article from about the Washington Post. From the Washington Post, Twitter workers face a reality they've long feared. Elon Musk is owner. <laughs> what, what do you feel like is going to happen? I'm just so weirded out by the reaction to this, but more on that later. 
Well, you know, as long as we're talking about it. As long as we're talking about it. The next emails I was going to give you included a a couple uh, from uh, people pointing out our old friend Andy, frequent correspondent, sent along a couple of Robert Reich clips. Remember the old Secretary of Labor, far lefty? Uh, Not long ago, he tweeted, Trump is suing Facebook, Twitter, and Google for violating his First Amendment rights by keeping off their platforms. Someone should remind them that they're private companies to which the First Amendment doesn't apply. And then just yesterday, the day before, he tweets, Musk and his apologists say if consumers don't like what he does with Twitter, they can go elsewhere. But where else would consumers go to post short messages that can reach millions of people other than Twitter? <laughs> wow. See, that's, 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 that's what I've been talking oh, about. It. There's a really, really smart, educated at the highest level guy. Blind to what he's... I don't know. I don't, no, I don't think so. Reich's a hack. He's an ideological hack. He's a litigator for a point of view. And then this one from Business Insider, which its name makes it sound like it's like pro-business. It's a way-left publication. Uh, back on uh, back in August of 13 or something, they, they tweeted, Billionaire Jeff Bezos' Washington Post buy marks a fascinating cultural transition in America. And then a couple of days ago, they tweeted, Elon Musk's attempt to buy Twitter represents a chilling new threat. Billionaire trolls taking over social media. (laughs) You people are so funny. I love it. And we have more examples of that sort of freak out on the left. We have some audio you're absolutely going to love. Well, and especially in the modern world where if you angered enough people on Twitter, somebody with a few million dollars, I don't even know how much money you'd mean. Maybe you'd only need a few thousand dollars. I'm not smart enough to understand, but could start a new social media thing. It's not like back in the old newspaper days. You really had to have some money if you were going to go up against the big newspaper that was, uh, you know, advocating war or whatever they were advocating, you know, back in the William Randolph Hearst days. You had to, you had to have a lot of money to be able to take on that to start a new newspaper. Practically anybody could start a new social media platform, though. The yeah, competition they, is so easy, I would think. They all seem to have hundreds of engineers working for them and and, and code writers. I, Once I don't it know gets why up and going, that, but, sure. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. But uh, uh, let's see. Uh, we're talking about it. Let's just, let's, let's just stick with this. We'll get back to Fauci in a little bit. On Twitter, in private messages and interviews with the Washington Post, employees expressed fear about Musk's $44 billion takeover. Twitter CEO Perig Agrawal, who took over after Dorsey went to get a sandwich, along with board chair Brett Taylor, held an internal town hall on Monday afternoon in which the leaders tried to assure anxious staff but offered few direct answers. A central concern was that Musk would attempt to break down safeguards to protect everyday users that staff had built over many years, according to the interviews and tweets. Safeguards to make sure that, like, a real story about Hunter Biden's relationship to his dad, make sure that doesn't get on. I mean, are those the safeguards you're talking about? Oh, thank you so much for keeping me safe. Or making sure that nobody could ever challenge the origin of the COVID virus. It's or, a safe space. We don't want violence. Speech uh, is violence, what, and violence uh, is speech. What are you talking about? Some tweeted tear field emoji. Emoji is plural for emoji? I believe it is. It's like deer. I say emojis. I probably always will, but I'm probably You're appara- a damn hick. Apparently not supposed to. I am a hick. I, it's <laughs> funny. My kids last night said, how come you say that that way? And I said, because I'm a hick. Um, some tweeted tear-filled emojis and memes of people having emotional breakdowns, while others told the Post that they were too in shock to speak. How could you have any 
pride in yourself to tell another adult, I'm too emotionally upset to speak about this story. Because a complete evolution in uh, in principles. Uh, it is now the highest, highest form of life to be threatened by everything, to be afraid of everything, to be the victim. The people, Young people aspire to victimhood. While other Twitter employees told the Washington Post they were too in shock to speak. Grossome testicles, including the ladies. Join the swim team at Penn. But th- th- what? that's just embarrassing. That's yeah, just no embarrassing. And I, Mon- I know, it's sad. At Monday's town hall, leaders were vague in response to questions about future layoffs. So we've been through that before. Oh, more than once. <laughs> Will there be any layoffs? Oh, we have no plans for layoffs. <laughs> no specific plans for any layoffs whatsoever that we're going to tell you today. Psst, they're not going to tell you even if they are. All right? So that's a they dumb question. <laughs> they want to keep you working until they fire you. <laughs> I got another childish reaction. Of course, they're they're all children. They're all like 21 years old, which used to be an adult, by the way. Uh, changes to the company's approach to free speech and safety were uh, what people were worried about and whether the company will continue to make money from advertising. Changes to the company's approach to free speech and safety? Having a safe space. Safety? You're worried about whether or not you're safe if Elon Musk is the owner. What? Uh, what, child? what is wrong with our young people? You were a child. Go do something else. I think you're wrong, and that threatens their safe space, Jack. What don't you get? One employee tweeting, totally understand that this is entertainment for some people, but please understand this is certainly not entertainment for me. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. All right. Again, again, look at me. Look at me. I'm the victim here. Look at me. I should be in the spotlight. Everybody should come hug me. I'm the victim. It's just it is a completely different moral code. But uh, according to Washington Post, not all the Twitter employees were uh, mindless children. Some of them were grown-ups. Um, one of them commenting to the Post, Elon did not tie up 20% of his net worth to destroy Twitter. I personally think a change like this might be what Twitter needs. Yeah, it might be. How about we wait and see? Twitter stock price famously has done diddly squat since it went public. In spite of inflation, by the way, it's, it's far from kept up uh, with inflation. Uh, so, uh, just a couple of quick uh, pieces of audio I think you might enjoy, or is there a little more to that? Uh, the one other thing is, just from a business standpoint, it is, by some measures, the biggest acquisition of a private com- company of all time. Hmm. And um, it's certainly in the top handful of hmm. any public company, some rich person swooping in and just saying, I'm buying it and taking it private. That's, it's, it's practically unheard of, just from a business standpoint. So, you know me, uh, and you know Joe. Why? And you know why? Huh? There huh? are very few people that can go buy a company that's worth $40, 50000000000 billion. I mean, that's, right. when has that ever been an option? Yeah, I would have to have a payment plan, definitely. <laughs> can we talk about financing? Uh, der. So, uh, you know me, uh, old Joe, uh, my hallmark is fairness. And uh, some people are wrong. Some people are misguided. Some people are just evil. Brian Stelter of CNN is evil. He's flat blanking evil. Uh, here he is talking about uh, the Musk thing in 57, Michael. How will this change our lives? And when he says open it up to free speech, does that allow more misinformation on the platform? If you get invited to something where there are no rules, where there is total freedom for for everybody, do you actually want to go to that party? Or are you going to decide to stay home? 
Yeah, nobody... Less freedom is more freedom. Censorship is free speech. War is peace. And nobody has suggested at any point, I don't think, that it'd be just a complete free-for-all, because obviously that'd be child porn and beheadings, and they're not going to allow that. So well, that's a that's a red herring or straw man or something. I don't know the argument, but it's, it's not real. Well, it's a straw herring, certainly. Um, and the unbelievable either dishonesty or lack of insight I mean, if I am adjudicating what is fair on a, a, a speech platform, for instance, I go in fully aware that my take is going to be different than other people's takes. I'm not threatened. I'm not freaked out. I'm not surprised when I find out somebody has a different opinion than me. But so many of these people, either they're being dishonest or they're just extremely unwise, that they're freaked out that anybody sees the world differently than they do. I just don't get it. Um, uh, this is going to be entertaining, though. Enjoy this, Michael. Uh, clip 56, please. Elon Musk is the new power in the, at the social media giant, and he is foaming the runways for the return of the trolls. This is happening in the background of Elon Musk saying, basically, I want to buy Twitter so I can open it up and turn it into Gab and let Donald Trump back. So there are real consequences to allowing anybody to run these Internet sites and say whatever it is they want. And Elon Musk is the fox coming into the hen house, and it is shameful that Twitter, which has a fiduciary obligation, I would think, to protect people who actually use it, the millions of people who actually use it. The, did they ask a single woman? A single woman. Was a single woman consulted? And this is it. Was a single person of color who just uses That's- Twitter, who made the mistake of using Twitter and needs it for their job. What are you talking about? Oh, man, that was some horse crap right there. <laughs> what are they you have talking a about? fiduciary duty to protect their users. So that's guy, a guy who's heard the word fiduciary. He doesn't know what it means, but he just knows scaring people is good for ratings. Particularly women and people of color that need to be protected oh, yes. from Elon Musk because he's going to. You need to finish the sentence for me. Well, and I almost hate to give any air to the the lineup of jackasses on MSNBC, but the one of them was claiming that since Elon was from South Africa, clearly he believed in apartheid and was hoping to install it in Twitter, which is really, I mean, that's that's close to slander. God, you wouldn't think you could get away with saying that. He's obviously a racist. He's white and from South Africa, so he had to be part of the whole apartheid thing. Uh, had to be, obviously. What? What? How can you say that about somebody? Yeah, I know. Don't you need some evidence that the the person is that kind of racist before you get to say it? They are vicious and amoral. Any any means uh, that it takes to 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 reach their ends is justified. Clearly. So I don't. uh, To me, the big question is: Did he buy something that then just dissolves into thin air fairly quickly? Because it could. in a way that, like, if you bought General Motors, it couldn't just cease to be in a matter of weeks. I mean, you still got the plant and the patents and the and the the, the, the equipment to build cars and everything like that. Whereas Twitter, if uh, if all the big names that make it run just decided we're not doing this anymore, it no longer exists like overnight. I don't know how much of that is going to happen. I did see one tweet from. Oh, I saw this one. I don't know who this guy is, but Elon Musk takes over Twitter. He's a billionaire who doesn't even have a master's degree. Is that who we're going to trust with the future of our democracy? Oh, that was a good one. Wow. Is that, again, what they call a self-own? That is spectacular in its dumbness. Yeah, I almost wonder if that's not one of those um, 
kind of trolls that somebody puts out there to represent the other side poorly. Yeah, um, like the Titania McGrath account, legendary. But you you can't tell in the modern world. That's why that's what's so crazy about the modern world. Libs of TikTok is just libs of TikTok. That's all it is. Uh, Howard Dean. Now you got to be a certain age to even know who he was. He ran for president for a cup of coffee and ah! was in the lead. Was in the lead for a while. He's a pretty famous progressive. I represent the Democratic wing of the Democratic Party. Is what he ran on. Hi, Twitterverse. Many thanks for the knowledge and sharing over the past ten years or so. If Musk is taking over Twitter, I will be off within a few hours. Might be just as well for my well-being. But I've learned a lot of valuable stuff for many of you. Thank you all, Howard. So, how many Bye, people? Coward. <laughs> Howard Dean, says one right-wing talk show host. Yeah, I came up with that all on my own. But uh, so is there going to be a lot of that? People just a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (sighs) Tiring. No, not. (sighs) (laughs) The modern world just tires me out. It is just Just the drama queens. Good God. We got to have some sort of bloody war like they had in England to decide which of the drama queens is going to be the true queen. Too many drama queens running around. I agree with you completely. I think the the, the extremes on both sides are going to be very disappointed in how not different Twitter is going to be. And I do think there's a chance... Elon's made one of the worst business decisions he's made of his entire career, and that I agree. M- might be historic. More on all this stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Quick sports note. It'll be over before you know it if you don't follow sports. Something very good, I think, happened for the NBA last night. There was worry a couple of years ago that the NBA was going to devolve into gazillionaire owners buying like the best three players on the free market and winning all the championships and the whole league was going to fall apart. Well, this year you've got the LA Lakers who did not make the playoffs and the Brooklyn Nets, another team that tried to do that, assembling the best superstars available on one team. And they were the overwhelming favorites preseason to win the NBA championship got swept last night in the first round. Wow, so one didn't even get in, the other one got in briefly. So apparently the whole, we're going to hire three megastars, no matter how good they are, and a lot of it, weirdly, has to do with uh, personalities. Sure, chemistry, of course. Beyond chemistry, though, chemistry is definitely a thing, sports chemistry, but just Mm -hmm. the, the modern athletes, they just can't get along with each other. Ah, yeah. I've I've read and heard a fair amount about this from a couple NBA insiders. A number of the big, biggest players in the entire world in the sport of basketball, they just were just angry about you know somebody else getting more attention than them, so they couldn't play together well enough to uh to to do well. It's really interesting. You know, if if I might, this is about human psychology. It's not about sports. Uh, some of the greatest times I had in high school were on the uh, the the team buses for the golf team and the baseball team, going to away games, away meets, whatever. Um, just wonderful times with the guys, just hooting and hollering and giving each other crap and and talking about life and that sort of thing. Uh, and I am told on very good authority from junior leagues on up, these kids have their headphones on, their oh, eyes down, and they really? sit in isolation the whole time. Nobody talks on the team buses. So I hadn't thought about this before. Would it be not okay for a coach to say, look, nobody nobody has their phones out. No, no Nintendo Switches, no phones. Right. Can you do that, or would that be seen as just like overly oppressive in the modern world? Or I wonder if the players would freak out. I don't know. I don't spend enough time among, you know, teenage athletes at this point in my life. So I, I wonder. If you do know, feel free to email us. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Why wouldn't uh, I, you? That's the reason so many young NBA players are freaking out and having anxiety attacks and can't perform. Is there, they have no support structure among the team. It's not, it's not a bonded team like it used to be. Yeah. Well, that, that's too bad. Uh, adults are going to do what adults are going to do. But I, I would, I would, if my son, who is now playing soccer, if if he's traveling, I w- I want whoever's driving that van to say, no, 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 put your phones away. Put your video games away. We're going to talk. We're going to look out the window. We're going to discuss things. We're going to sing songs. We're going to do whatever. But we're not going right. to stare at our phones. I'm all for that. If, if a lot, of, I assume a lot of you parents are like Joe and I have talked about. 
We're not allowing phones at the table or when we go on road trips. I allow it now and then, but you're not going to stare at your video game thing the whole time and miss. Hmm. What, so why would they allow it on the team bus? Well, and I have good uh, it, it, on good authority that there's similar situation in Major League Baseball, and the young players come up, and they consider themselves independent businessmen. Um, and some of the veteran players will try to say, hey, here's the way we do it around here. This is the culture, blah, blah, blah. And th- their attitude is, shut up, old man. I'm in this for me. And uh, and they put their headphones back on. I get Just, that, for the again, for the grown-ups. But don't allow junior high and high school kids to do that. I hate that. I Where was I the other day? How was I in a bar? I feel like I was in a bar. Maybe it was a restaurant that had a bar. You'd think you'd remember that as a, you know. I certainly wasn't drinking. Covering uh, alcoholic, yeah. I think it was a restaurant that had a bar. Um, anyway, I uh, I observed what my brother has told me, that now if you got three guys sitting at the bar, they're all staring at their phone. They're not looking at the TV and talking about the baseball game or anything else. They're all staring at their phone, bowling alone, what we were talking about yesterday. Yeah. This is one of the biggest changes in the history of human beings. It is. I don't think that's an exaggeration at all. And uh, big changes have big results as my, for good and ill. As my brother has also said, the lunchroom, they all used to go in there in the lunchroom where he works and sit around and talk. And now nobody talks to anybody. Everybody just is on their phone the entire lunch hour. Well, then that's why I've taken to in bars, restaurants, wherever. I walk along and I slap the phones right out of people's hands. Exactly. Without warning. Just smash them on the ground. Say, you'll be happier. And I walk on. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty On Demand podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 